0: It's the feckin' check-in show. Welcome to the feckin' check-in
1: show. It's the feckin' check-in show. Welcome to the feckin' check-in show. It's the feckin' check-in show. Feckin' check-in. Feckin' check-in show. It's the feckin' check-in show. Welcome to the feckin' check-in show. Hello and welcome to episode thirty-two of the feckin' check-in. I am Trainer, and with me, as always, is my co-host Toomey. How are you doing this evening to me on this Friday evening at 25 past 8?
0: Good. It is 25 past 8, 25 minutes after the starting time because I've been fluting around with audio issues. It's been quite a while since I've fluted so much, but this is a maximum
1: flute. Uh well, I think there was mutual flute going on. It wasn't just you. There's an interference noise, uh, and I think it's on the Skype call rather than anything else, um, so don't take the full brunt of the blame for this maximum flute. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> 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 do you like my sudden
0: stop there? Sudden stop in the sentence. Normally yeah. I'm supposed to go blah 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 no da 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 da. da, da. What do you think? But I just uh Yes you are
1: dead. You did. And you caught me off guard, <laughs> but then I, you know, improvised like with my thirty two episodes of experience here with the fucking <laughs> check in. Or <laughs> or our combined 60 episodes this year in 2020. And of course, 2020 is what we're going to be talking about on this episode of the FEC and Check-In. For the second week in a row, we're abandoning the FEC ep- acronym. So there's not going not to be an F, an E, a C or a K to be found on this episode. But what we will be doing is reviewing 2020 as a year and maybe just reflecting in general on the FEC and Check-In as a podcast, as a concept and in general.
0: Yes, it's a feckless f- podcast and we are going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus after this episode for Christmas and we will be back in some shape or form or sound or sight, um, but we're not going to put a date on our return, isn't that correct?
1: Yeah, and let's not promise anything this time either. Like we promised in the past that we were going to do a podcast about identity, which we never delivered. And we promised that we were going to do live streaming on Twitch, which we never delivered. <laughs> so, yes. So let's uh, let's not promise anything this time. But I, we will be back. We just don't know when or how or in what format. Uh, but we will. Uh, correct.
0: And I think um, this probably brings us into the, discu- the discussion that we maybe. maybe wanted to have Uh this evening this friday evening at eight twenty-five 25 start uh which was where are we now with the podcast the feckin check-in how is it going and is it the end
1: where are we now where are we now or is it the end of the beginning <laughs> uh beginning of the end the end of the beginning yeah um <clears throat> <laughs> accidentally quoting black sabbath lyrics there i don't know if you're aware
0: uh, unaware geez i'm lost without the feck acronym
1: <laughs> so am i okay now into the f for this week we have no funny observation that's the funny observation um no okay so we're gonna start and we're gonna talk about 2020 and uh 2020 in podcasting for us and then we're gonna just have a look at the feck and check-in in general and talk about that i've already said this this is repetition um But at the start of this year, we were still doing the podcast Open Us. So long term listeners will know that Open Us was our previous podcast, but short term or medium term listeners won't have a notion what we're talking about, unless you listen to last week where we talked about Open Us. Um, But basically in January 2020, before there was a coronavirus, well, there was one, before we knew about it, before there was a lockdown, before anything, we were doing episodes of a different podcast called Open Us. And... The premise was to do a different task every week and something we'd never done and talk about it the following week. And, uh, you know, we were we were bang in the middle of Open Us at the start of January 2020, our episode on the first of January on New Year's Day 2020 was called uh, A Gambling Mantis. And that episode was (laughs) that episode was about finding out information about new creatures, be that (laughs) insects, animals, mammals, birds, whatever. And that's the type of shite we were doing uh, almost a year ago.
0: Yeah, we talked about uh, hippopotamus, uh, the praying mantis. Um, There was a mouse
1: of some sort in there, a lemming. A lemming, yeah, there was a vampire bat, uh, all that type of, all that good stuff (laughs) as a man I work with would say. All that Uh, good stuff, yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, that feels like a lifetime ago. That podcast dwindled out because of the coronavirus really was the final nail in the coffin that we we were supposed to be doing new things each week in between the episodes but we couldn't really because of the coronavirus but also because the concept concept was wearing thin, and we realized we weren't really opening ourselves up we were doing half-ass tasks and we kind of had enough of the idea after 20 episodes
1: yeah and we did touch on all of that on last week's episode as well. So there's no need to go too deep into to open us, but I will just mention some highlights from what was going on at the time. So uh, we did that episode of Gambling Mantis. We did the episode v- Vegan for a Week, the much-spoken-about episode that we, we talk about a lot. We did a a tour guide around Dublin. Um, we reviewed each other's top Spotify tracks. We did a, an episode about sauces, <laughs> where we talked about condiments. Uh, and We did a few other things. Uh, we talked about football, um legalized looting what was that about um i can't even remember uh and then we did this experimental thing where we did a kind of a, a dramatization um where like you were a a caller into a a customer service uh, oh, line yeah. and i was the customer service representative
0: <laughs> yeah that was absolutely biz- that was absolutely bizarre that was that was, we, we did a live improvised drama. Um, I think if the listener wants to go back and listen to, I think it was episode 17 of Open Us. A- 18. 18. Yeah. Uh, but it it disappeared like a fart in the wind. It it, it went down like a lead balloon. Um, yes. It was arguably our most creative thing alive.
1: Off the cover. Most Most creative and least successful episode we've ever done on any of our podcasts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And that's an interesting theme, which we might come back to about the, the quality of the episodes sometimes not having a correlation with downloads.
1: Exactly. Yeah, right. You are. Um, and then we finished off Um. in April 2020. We finished off with our final episode of Open Us. I, I titled it the, the Good, the Bad and the Ugly um, because that episode itself was a retrospective look back on um on open us i mean retrospective means look back so i don't know why i said retrospective look back because that's redundant um but it was a retrospective episode and we talked about the good the bad and the ugly (laughs) the highlights the lowlights and the in-betweens of open us um and then uh 10 days later we started the feckin check-in actually no uh it was 12 days later and we started off with uh a concept, a new concept, a brand new and brave and different and invigorating concept called the Feckin' and Check-In. And in that, uh, we attempted to speak about funny observations, entertainment, culture and kernels of truth. And in the early days of the Feckin' Check-In, we each had one point for all of those uh, different letters of the acronym. So there were eight different top- topics discussed and then there was a song of the week. So essentially there were nine segments in a podcast which lasted... Uh, let me just get it up here. 56 minutes.
0: Yeah, I think what happened
1: there was uh, with Open
0: Us, we were constrained by a, a topic like doing new things each week that both of us weren't really into. And then when we got to the FEC. FEC and check-in, we decided to have a sort of a variety show, a kind of where you could say whatever you wanted. And we ha- I think we had so much ideas and creativity at the start. Um, and we had this loose idea. We'll do it around the FEC acronym. Uh, funny observations entertainment culture and curls of truth making feck as you said um but that was very loose that was just uh, kind of off the cuff like the whole ob- idea of the and uh, check-in was just to let us talk about whatever we wanted and i think for those first six or seven or eight episodes we had material coming out of our ass we as you said nine segments and we were coming up with stuff each week with no problem
1: yeah. We were. But I think oh, I think one of the actual problems an underlying problem which we didn't really address until much later was that like I might be talking about something so like for funny observations I talk about something funny I'd seen that you had no prior information about and if for entertainment you might talk about a podcast you'd listen to which I hadn't listened to and if for culture I might talk about a point about like my job or work or something and for a kernel of truth we'd both go and find a, like a an inspiring quote or something interesting that we could talk about but We were like, neither of us were really reacting to what the other was saying, other than saying, oh, that's interesting. I might go and look at that. Uh, (laughs) That continued for weeks. I
0: think we were both waiting (laughs) to get our parts in to the show. Like, so we had our our points written down and there was nine segments to get through in 45 minutes. So we had like less than five minutes per per segment. And when you added an introduction and a conclusion and um, that's very. it's a very crammed, amount of time
1: so you were kind of almost moving the other person on (laughs) yeah exactly and there was no time to reflect on any of the topics that we had and then uh several episodes in we were like uh maybe we should start bringing in special guests because let's be perfectly honest like the downloads and that type of stuff like the stats weren't weren't amazing and we, we had dropped a bit um well, Two-Face Fake Snakes had done quite well, and then Open Us had dropped a bit. Some episodes were popular, some ones weren't. And then when we started doing the feckin' check-in, the first episode was quite popular. And then at the second, third, fourth, we're like kind of, oh, fuck. Um, Very few people are listening to this. Uh, how can we turn this around? And I had the ingenious idea to, to bring in a guest speaker. So for episode five, we spoke to Tony Kelly, who was um, yes. Amongst Uh, other things, a stand up comedian, actor, a wrestling commentator uh, and various other professions.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And let's just I'll just bring us the listener back to where we were before Tony Kelly episode was launched. We figured out that on our own, we weren't getting the downloads. So our downloads weren't growing. And you always get it like um, high downloads for your first episode of a podcast. That's that one's for free. But then, like, retaining the listeners after that is really difficult. So after going through Open Us, Dwindling Out, and the first four episodes of Feckin' Checkin' being sort of a downward slope, we thought that's when we first came across the Golden Goose model. <laughs> when we, this is where our mindset was. Tony Kelly, a mildly popular uh, content, humor content producer, I'll call him, because <laughs> he does so many different things. Um, we thought having him on
1: would propel us into the limelight, Yeah, uh, and I remember, like, there was this anxiety about whether or not when the episode was released, if he would retweet it, if he would post it on Facebook or Instagram, not Facebook, but Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and, like, there was this anxiety, and then he did, and then it was, like, kind of, okay, a a few more people listened than previously, but, like, it wasn't this, um, it wasn't this golden goose thing that we had, we had expected that it might be, and it was, it was kind of an experiment that we were like, all right, uh, You can get somebody on. You can get somebody who's a celebrity. And he did eventually post it on social media and promote it. And you're like, and it really won't make too much of a difference. Uh, And then we were kind of stumped again. So Hmm. we were like, what are we going to do next?
0: Yes, I thought it was a a crushing disappointment, really, because there was the anxiety. He he didn't post it, first of all, for like, I think, 24 hours or 48 hours. But it felt like forever. We were waiting for him to post it. And we thought that downloads would fly in. But they didn't. And... Uh, yeah, it was we were stumped because the next week we went back to do our next episode, and we thought, okay, we'll re- retain some listeners who tuned in for Tony Kelly, but we didn't. the The listener numbers went down, uh, to the, to the exact level they were on before. and I don't think we, we retained any listeners.
1: <laughs> no, no, we didn't really retain any listeners from Tony Kelly, and uh, even though it was slightly higher than what we normally got, so we went back to the regular check-in, second <laughs> check-in, uh, model, and we did. Episodes such as We Should Expect More from Calgan, Razor's Edge, uh, Sling Your Smarmy Hook. uh, (laughs) Ones like that. Deja
0: vu all over again.
1: Deja vu all over again. And then after about 10 episodes, we were like, okay, you know, this isn't growing. And what we found actually was that as a podcast, the feck and check-in was quite difficult to promote. And the reasons why are because... As a podcast it does not have a particular identity. We discuss different pot, uh, topics every week and even the categorization of that for the likes of iTunes and Spotify where you have to have to pick a particular category that it should slot into. For example, the categories might be music, politics, entertainment. Um you know, it doesn't neatly fit into any of those categories and I think eventually I ended up categorizing it as hobbies and leisure. Um <laughs> but like th- there was no proper categorization that we could slot it into. And then each week it was about something different. So it didn't have a particular audience. So unlike later podcasts that we did eventually, uh, Feckin' Football and Feckin' Metal, they were geared towards a particular audience. This particular podcast is extremely hard to, to market online because of the fact that we're talking about initially eight different topics each week and then later on four different topics each week and then in some cases we had a particular guest. but. There was no consistency to it, really. And that kind of made it quite hard to promote.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And around this time, we decided to half the number of segments from, say, eight segments. So one feck each. Uh, down to one shared FEC because we thought this would be much more coherent. And it was more more coherent and it was slightly easier to promote. But I I think this the underlying problem was still there that it was, we were trying to promote a podcast from two unknown Irish people with not a strong brand and a show that's not really about anything apart from a FEC acronym.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So like like for an example, by episode nine, we were doing... um, One shared feck. So it was like the F was shared, the E was shared, the C was shared, the K was shared. And uh, as an example on that episode, we talked about, uh, the funny observation was uh, my take on the best put downs in film and British soaps. Uh, So (laughs) we talked about films like um, uh, Carlito's Way and then uh, soaps like Coronation Street and EastEnders. For entertainment, we talked about Dr. Phil's podcast. uh, (laughs) For Culture, we talked about J.K. Rowling's recent tweets about trans- transgender people taking the podcast in a more serious direction than it had ever been taken before. And for A Kernel of Truth, we talked about a, a quote by Mark Twain. And um, this was all kind of higgledy-piggledy and all over the place. And again, it was like, how do you promote this online? Do you, you, do you push the J.K. Rowling thing because it was topical? Uh, it's it's very difficult to push the Coronation Street EastEnders and uh, Carlitos Way thing because that's just all over the place uh dr phil's podcast again is like difficult to push so it's like where do you go what do you do and, and how do you promote this thing and and we were struggling yeah and then it, we followed that up with the following week just to reinforce the point you were
0: making the the feck for that week so the f was funny observation that was being heckled by teenagers in public the e was ronan keating butchering cover songs Uh, the C was video gaming culture in adult men and the K was working from home (laughs) the kernel of truth related to working from home so like you can see there that the topics within each show had nothing to do with each other and the the topics from week to week had nothing to do with each other
1: that's true so like anyone you might have brought in like let's say you brought in somebody from the previous week you'd like the dr phil podcast or, or something like that um and actually sorry i think i'm wrong the previous week we were still doing two topics each it wasn't until the week you're mentioning now when we we whittled it down to one topic each uh or sorry we whittled it down to four combined topics anyway it doesn't really matter it was around that time that where we we slashed it from eight to four uh mm-hmm. actually it was episode 10 the one you're talking about there where we slashed it from eight to four but um yeah exactly so there was no consistency in topics there was no cohesion between the topics within an episode um and then week to week you're like you're only hoping that somebody likes the FEC acronym so much that they're like wow this is innovative and brilliant and i can't wait to hear what they talk about next week um but again that wasn't happening so we decided to revisit the goose model you know we had um we hadn't had great luck with tony kelly but again He's not particularly well-known. He's he's known quite well in some circles, but overall, he's not particularly well-known. And while I did really enjoy interviewing him, especially with the wrestling aspects and stuff like that, um, we, we pinned him down to the FEC acronym. And we actually did a bizarre thing where he gave a funny observation, an entertainment, a culture, and a kernel of truth point. And then you gave yours, and we alternated between the two of you. And just thinking about how bizarre a request that was to ask someone to come on a podcast and to firstly do homework, and secondly, go back and forth with one of the podcast hosts, hosts while the other podcast host tries to actually host the episode. And none of us had ever met anyone before, and we didn't know each other, and... It was absolutely bizarre, but actually a really enjoyable episode, be,
0: probably because Tony Kelly is such a good comedian and he can come up with things on the fly. But I suppose the, the main point is, yeah, absolutely bizarre. And as we revisited the uh, goose model, this brought us into we Then we, we, I, we started to think, OK, maybe Tony Kelly, he's great. He's very funny, uh, very talented, but maybe he wasn't popular enough. Maybe that's why the Golden Goose model didn't work. So then we said, okay, let's go and find
1: some more geese. (laughs) And then uh, miraculously, like a a fucking golden bullet, we got uh, Andreas Antonopoulos, (laughs) the most famous and well-known Bitcoin advocate and speaker in the entire world.
0: (laughs) Do you know how many many, many Twitter followers he has? About half a million, something like that. Closer to one million. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so this is the guy at the top of his game. Top expert in Bitcoin. he came, Miraculously, he came on to our show. Uh, he had an assistant who slotted us into a time slot. He was very generous w- with uh, his time. And we were on top of the world <laughs> to get Andreas Antonopoulos. Surely he would drive up the ratings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we yet still we made him do a feck uh, interview. So we, <laughs> both of us clumsily interviewed him at the same time. Um And uh, we tried different approaches, like I would introduce the episode, you do the F, I do the E, you do the C, whatever. And um, we made him, well, we asked him in advance to prepare a funny observation, an entertainment culture and kernel of truth point before the episode. And of course, he didn't do that because he's a very busy man. So this was all news to him when he joined the episode. (laughs) And we had to force those points down his throat (laughs) as we were interviewing him, both of us interviewing him. Uh, the top Bitcoin expert in the world,
0: and I, and I'm a huge Bitcoin fan. I could have asked him a, about Bitcoin in depth. I could have <laughs> had a really interesting interview about that, but we were constrained by the bloody feck acronym. <laughs> <laughs> so it was things like, "Have you ever thought of doing a, a book or, or something like that?" That was the E, the I was question. asking him
1: if he'd ever thought of doing a documentary, and he was like, I "No." <laughs> he was like no and i was like but think about it though imagine doing a documentary where you could really get your point across like something like a 10 part series on netflix He was like no not really i haven't really thought of doing that i was like but think think about how effective that would be the way we consume media now in 2019 or 2020 and he
0: was like yeah and again i think it was a bit like tony kelly he was such a good guest he was so knowledgeable on bitcoin that he was able to bring up Bring up some really interesting topics and conversation.
1: He was, yeah, he was yeah. able to, but like, thank fuck he had so much podcast experience because we we really kind of uh, clipped his wings. <laughs> come, come on, <laughs> the I <and> check it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so after Andreas Antonopoulos, we we didn't have any guests for a while. We did. Uh, could, I,
0: could I just say about Andreas Antonopoulos? I remember waiting for his retweet on Twitter. Oh yes, and because there's a time difference, because he's in America, it came in overnight, and I remember waking up and there was about, like, there must have been about sixty likes on Twitter, for for the the post advertising, uh, his interview. He had retweeted it, and we, this translated into downloads. So, um, again, this burst my balloon a little bit. I, I was really delighted with the amount of downloads we got, but you're you're talking about the top Bitcoin expert in the world and loads of likes on twitter and publicized and all that but yeah he was another goose so this was the second goose we had which ended up being a deflated goose so the goose had the stuffing taken out of it a, a cooked goose with the stuffing <laughs> taken out of it because we were deflated again we were on a, i was on such a high haven't haven't talked to andreas antonopoulos but then next week was back to this shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> back to the run of the mill so we did a few more episodes we were like I'm a real human being, failed to prepare. Uh, and then we were like, fuck this shit. Uh, let's just interview people for several weeks in a row. And let's interview podcasters. And not only that, we're going to interview podcasters about being podcasters. So it was like a podcast about a podcast. Um, so this was a mini-series within the fucking check-in that we started uh, on episode 14 Uh, Which was on the 20th of July. So we initially started off that series ourselves without a guest. And then the following five weeks, we had a guest every single week, which was a fellow podcaster, somebody at least one of us admired. um, And we spoke to them about being a podcaster and we thought this, now this (laughs) will really help us take off. Uh, Forget about Andreas Antonopoulos, forget about Tony Kelly, forget about the FEC acronym, uh, even though we still did use the FEC acronym. But this is definitely going to send us into the stratosphere. This is exactly is what we thought. (laughs) And I think
0: we were learning on the job because we thought at this stage that the reasons the geese or the goose model didn't work is because there was no consistency from week to week. So now we thought if we put an arc around interviewing all of these podcasters about podcasting, the people interested in the first guest who would talk about podcasting would would then go on and listen to the second week and the third week and the fourth week, and then we'd be really successful at the end of it.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, Now I'm just going to open a can here.
0: And while you're doing that, I'm just going to say that we Tongue in cheek, in our excitement, we named the podcasting arc Noah's Ark. Didn't quite work, but we enjoyed it, and we enjoyed saying it to our guests each week and noting yeah. their confusion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Noah's Ark, as in A or C, as in a story arc. Uh, but we, yeah, uh, obviously related to the biblical story. Uh, yeah. Is it a parable? Is it fact? Who knows? Um. But yes, Noah's Ark, yeah. so so with that, we had to get guests, and you know, we, we had some connections, we had people who we, we could contact, and I have to say, every single episode of Noah's Ark, I really enjoyed, and I loved interviewing other podcasters, because firstly, we had a shared experience, based on the fact that we were both doing podcasts, and secondly, we got a bit of an insight into their world, about what they're talking about, and what they do in their podcast, which was completely different to what we do in our podcast, so... um. We, we spoke to Paul from Silver Screamers, we spoke to Nesbitt from uh, Talking Maiden, we spoke to Peter McCormick from What Bitcoin Did, uh, we spoke to Colin from Kicking Out of Kayfabe, the wrestling podcast, uh, we spoke to uh, Andrew Mangan from the Arsenal podcast, Arsblog, and then well, then that was it actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was about five, was it, or six? Yeah,
1: that was it, no, it was six in total, five guests.
0: Five guests, yeah, and the first episode was us talking about our podcast,
1: Yes, which we're doing now again. Which we're doing now again.
0: <laughs> I'd forgotten about that.
1: <laughs> I suppose
0: that episode would sound somewhat similar to this one.
1: Yeah, but the, sure, like, anyone who's listening now probably hasn't been listening since then. And if you have, thank you very much. And if you haven't, this is that episode again, more current.
0: Yes, and if you have been listening, you've probably forgotten that episode by now. Mm.
1: Entirely um, forgettable.
0: Yes, but... Uh, but yeah it was really good like even like if we start off with like talking to Silver Screamers they're kind of on our level in terms of popularity but it was interesting hearing their or sorry uh, his perspective Paul wasn't it?
1: Paul yeah but it is yeah. to it. Paul and Connor who do it yeah but it, it was his perspective yeah.
0: Yeah just on like how often he does it uh, what what they do on the podcast like hearing about the podcast and how he runs it and uh was was just really interesting. It was nice to be interviewing someone casually yeah. and and, it and I really felt the like kind of as well.
1: a humanized podcast a bit because he was talking about things like editing and editing out when he said things like er uh, or um or like gaps or noises or whatever like on um just talking about the basic fundamental human aspect of a podcast because they as you said they are on the same level as us like you know, they're like DIY podcasters. They're not They're not on the level of Peter McCormick or Andrew Mangan, for example, which we went on to speak to later. But it was nice to speak to somebody on the same level, at the same level of expertise or experience as us. Um, and uh, the funny observations and, and, and all that type of stuff were relatable.
0: Yeah, and I think, I don't know if we'll, we'll go through all of those podcasts because it might be a bit boring for the listener, but I think yeah. in general, when we went through that arc, the same things were coming up each week mm. so it was actually there was a lot of consistency there the same funny observations but but in a kind of a different experience that the different podcasters have had and um i think we were kind of onto something with that arc in that it, it seemed to connect with people we were getting more interactions on twitter uh, some of the bigger podcasts like Arse Blog, got a lot of downloads and and that's the end goal is to get the downloads because you want the podcast to be popular enough for you to do it full-time that's kind of like the goal, like I know it's a very lofty goal um, or, or the podcast uh, to be popular enough for you to get some sort of respectability or sense that you have a fan base um, or just a presence online. Uh, that's what you're kind of and, and the way to measure your progress in that is to look at the downloads. So both of us have been looking obsessively about at the downloads. We've been enjoying it each week. Like that goes without saying, but I think yeah. a big part of it is the downloads because that's your feedback. That's like the, the rating of your episode. and It's
1: it's a huge part of it. And, and even if you get some individual feedback from individual listeners, that doesn't represent the uh, entire listenership or, you know, <clears throat> the entire audience. So the only really way, the only real way you have to determine whether or not your podcast is successful is to monitor downloads. And s- some episodes are more popular than others. And... Then the following week might be less popular, and that's the only real kind of statistic you can use when you're when you're determining how well you're doing. And it's unfortunate. It's it's as again, it might be tacky, like discussing your salary or whatever. But like, it's it's a fact. And anyone listening to this, um, that's that's like anyone listening to this, especially who's a podcaster, it's like that's what you trade in, whether it's privately or you know with other people. Uh, or if you have a a podcast with a co-host like you trade in downloads and and unfortunately that's what it is
0: just as you were saying that i was thinking about something different it was um the listener at home or wherever they're listening to this might be thinking well the reason to do this is because you guys enjoy each other's company you have a good laugh and um you're not you shouldn't do it for the downloads you should just do it to spend time it's an excuse to to spend time with each other and have fun yes so (laughs) i think that is true and i think that is a good reason to keep doing it however i think there's two problems with that one is it would be nice to hang out in different ways (laughs) Mm. and number two is the The slog of doing a podcast every week takes away the enjoyment in that like yeah you enjoy you enjoy doing it Mm. but it's just like i have to get it set up again i have to do the editing again i have to get the microphone at the level i've got to launch it i've got to see the downloads not being successful
1: again like
0: mentally it's quite draining and time consuming as well
1: yeah it is it is and it takes over your life a bit and i don't even edit the feckin check-in you do but i know from editing feckin metal that uh it takes up a lot of your life um yeah it's like um when i used to play football like
0: i used to train twice a week and play a match on the weekend and i used to start off the seasons really enthusiastic and really into it really into the fitness but by midway through the season i just used to get burned out mm. and i just wanted the season to end and i stopped enjoying it now i've enjoyed every single episode of the feckin check-in but it's just that sense of being tired and drained and when you're not getting the rewards in terms of the success of the show, the, I don't know, there isn't enough to keep you going. So that's why
1: I think we've been looking at other ways to do podcasting. Here's a question for you, right? Uh, Is it better to burn out or to fade away? So that was, that's a Neil Young lyric, but it was also famously asked by Jack Black's character, Barry, in the film High Fidelity. So, to give a context, the burnout would be like to just completely stop and never do it again. To fade away is like to keep doing it until the quality deteriorates so much that like no one cares anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question. I think what open us, if we go back to our experiences there, we made the call on that at the right time.
1: Yeah, we burnt out. We, we burnt
0: out on that one. I think feckin' check in. I think we could keep it going for a while. I don't it's think it's at the mess. risk of it's at the risk of fading away though. Yeah, I think it's still yeah, it's still at the point where you could go this has a bit of legs in it, but there's no real hope or f- future for it. So eventually <laughs> it's it's going to fade away whether that's like 1 month or 2 months, 3 months, whenever that is. It's that's the end for, for fucking check. Yeah. Like I just that's the thing like that's the thing that's in the back of your mind you're like this is enjoyable i love spending time with trainer that's what i think and you probably enjoy it as well i can't speak for like, you bleh, et cetera. <laughs> yes,
1: i cetera. etc yes i do but yeah.
0: but i think it's fair to say we enjoy it we, we always say that we enjoy it and we have mm. good crack in it but at the same time when that's in the back of your mind it's like we're both enjoying being on a sinking ship we're both on the titanic yeah. and we're playing the music as it's going down
1: that's it. Playing the violin steadfastly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know do you know what's funny is that um, a lot of recent listeners to Feckin' metal have gone back and listened to this and they they really enjoy it. And I'm just wondering like <laughs> is the reason it's not popular is because it hasn't had an audience. And mm. and like maybe if it did have like, sorry that's that's the wrong way of putting it is that is the reason it's not popular is because it hasn't had a exposure. And a, and maybe if it did then people would actually like it and promote it and share it because i'd like i've had a several listeners to Feckin' metal recently been like oh i listened to the Feckin' check-in as well that's really good stuff blah 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 and you can Mm. even see it in the downloads like the downloads are weird episodes like old episodes are like just coming in and uh, you are kind of going hmm maybe it is good (laughs)
0: yeah well i think that really brings us to kind of the final chapter in where we are in terms of our journey and that we figured out that a podcast is about a community and building up loyalty amongst the community and interacting with people within that community and having a specific topic that's like it's been like a real learning process to get there but it's just it seems really clear now that that's what you need to do and you've had that experience with feckin' metal, haven't you? Like the
1: have, haven't you? Haven't you? Yes, I, yes, I have. <laughs> uh, and thank you for bringing that up. Uh, no, I have. Uh, I have a. There is a nice little community on Twitter, and we go back and forth, and and it, it, it's 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 comprised of other podcasters and then just general heavy metal fans. But there's a nice little community there of people who with whom I talk back and forth, and um have the banter with, basically, and, and I, mm. um, I've had a couple like one of them appear on my podcast as a guest, and I, I did a recent guest slot on another podcast and not out yet. But um there's a nice little but it's a very tight, close knit, tight knit type of thing. Like, but I feel like feckin metal is is growing naturally and organically. And I never felt like that with the feckin check in, really.
0: Yeah, like for example, I noticed you would have had an episode or two about Iron Maiden, and you would have listeners contacting the Feckin' Metal Twitter page just to make comments on that. Yeah, and like and that's that's very natural, and that's what you expect. You see, when you have a specific topic that's accessible to people, then people from all over the world can potentially say, "Oh, I'm interested in Iron Maiden, and I'm going to make a comment on that." Yeah, or I disagree with he's saying, or whatever, or agree with it, or
1: and in fairness, I I like that was kind of a calculated move because I had done. Eight or nine episodes with guests, like interviewees from from smaller, lesser known metal bands. And, uh, well, smaller, a well, little it was smaller than Iron Maiden, put it that way. And um, those episodes, some of them were quite popular, some of them weren't as popular. And I was like, well, I'm going to just do a few Iron Maiden episodes here because it coincided with, with them releasing a live album. And essentially, that was a goose. Uh, Iron, Iron Maiden was the goose. And, yeah. It worked, like a lot of people tuned into those episodes. So I'm hoping I can carry over some of those listeners to the new episodes. But we'll see.
0: I'd put it this way, like the feckin' metal has hope. Like there's a logical sequence of steps you can go through for it to be popular. Yeah. And the feckin' check-in never really had that. So with that sense, it just kind of, it 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 must must give you like a freedom and momentum. And it's growing organically and... You just have to like play with the right things within that kind of thing that you've created that's a really terrible
1: yeah. sentence I just one, said other, here, one other thing i'd like to talk about as well though is like let's have a look at um at our listeners right so <clears throat> i'm going back right to 2 Face fake snakes um and like we're pretty big in um the us the uk canada germany sweden france australia spain new zealand italy india netherlands these countries are listening to us like in 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 several numbers and like india as well like who the fuck is listening to us in india but i'm um, like I, i'm kind of <clears throat> while i'm discouraged by the numbers i'm encouraged by the spread of the feck and check in podcast network and how far mm. it can reach because we've reached Like 40 or 50 different countries across the world and uh it's you know it 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 does have potential it's just hard to promote our market i think
0: yeah it definitely has has potential and it is nice to think that we've built a platform that gives us a voice that's heard all across the world even if it's like uh like two people in India or whoever it is, or far more no. than two, <laughs> far more than two, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that is that is encouraging, but I guess it's like that actually shows the potential of podcasting as well. If you had something really popular, like it's a <laughs> global audience that. That you have access to.
1: Well, to think that people in India, in 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 multiple figures, not just two, uh, mm. are listening to a couple of lads from Malini <laughs> and Glenagarry uh, talking shit, um, I, th- I find I find that heartening.
0: Yeah, it is heartening. And hello to whoever's listening in India. Please get in contact with us on and check in, at and check in, or at the feckencheckin at gmail
1: I always mess that up feckincheckin at gmail.com at feckincheckin on twitter at feckincheckin on facebook yeah
0: i'm a bit tired now are you yeah i'm exhausted <laughs> i can hear it's, it in your voice it's been a long week to be honest it's me. a long week we're we're pretty old we're both 35 now It's we, Friday we, were, evening, we, right? we were
1: at a friend's wedding on sunday monday was a hangover day tuesday was a semi hangover day wednesday you were like oh shit I'm supposed to have shit done in work. Thursday was the start of your work week and Friday is today. Friday
0: was like, I'm just reorientating to this life <laughs> I have and I want to go to bed. So that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh I should just quite probably mention very briefly Feckin Football. I, I'm going to c- continue with that for a little while. It's a football-based uh podcast. Uh My problem with that, unlike Feckin Metal, it's a very saturated market, fe- football, and I, I don't really have a specific topic in it, so um i'm gonna just see how that goes i'm gonna do another episode next week and uh take a break i'm gonna really enjoy a break from podcasting i have to say over the christmas not that i i I really enjoyed it but i i do want a little break
1: yeah i'm gonna take a break as well i'm gonna do an episode next week of Feckin' metal and that's gonna be the last one for two or three weeks um yeah it's 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 exhausting let's call a spade a spade here it's a it's a second job it's exhausting and um it's it's (laughs) nice to have a break Yet, I love doing it, and I will return. I will return in January. Return of the Mac. And when will the feckin' check-in be back? God only knows. Will it be back? I think it will. Uh, I just think we're we're burnt out. But we're... <laughs> are, are we burnt out or are we fading away? It's hard to tell. In fact, <laughs> the more I think about those two, those two terms, the more they sound the exact same. Yes, it's really hard to to
0: differentiate between them. Um, but <laughs> I think we're both
1: falling asleep at <laughs> this stage. Can I, can I suggest a song of the week? Yeah, go uh, ahead. Yeah, it's called My My Hey Hey Out of the Blue by Neil Young and it contains those lyrics. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Oh, that is perfect. Uh, well, I would just like to
0: say before we play out on that Neil Young song is thank you for all of the listeners to lis- for listening for being a good listener and uh, really appreciated that there was people and our friends, especially people who know us uh, tuning in each week Weekend. and giving us feedback and comments. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to, to do it with you as, as well. Trainer uh, really enjoyed every week. Uh, and I think we'll be back maybe with the second check in, but I think we'll probably, I think what will happen is this. I think we'll take a break We'll re-energise and we'll come back with a different concept. That's what I think. After Christmas sometime, January, February, March, one of those months. Because that's, that's what always happens. I think if you take a break, then creativity
1: just comes to you. True. Right you are. Uh, yes, I agree. And yes, I'd also like to thank everybody who's listened. And um, this this sounds like we're kind of down in the dumps. It's We're not. It's just uh, this. Type of thing takes its toll on everybody, I think. After a while, and if you it, like, if you're claiming it doesn't, then you're probably not being truthful. It, it does, and the download figures kind of do get to you after a while. But like, it, it certainly isn't all about that. I love doing it, and I know you love doing it to me. And I'm glad to have done it with you, and I hope to do it with you again in the future. Uh, podcasting, that is. Um, <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, look, we'll be we'll be back. Uh, whether whether it's a new podcast. Whether it's a new podcast or whether it's this. um, But yeah, I hope hope everybody enjoyed the the behind-the-scenes fucking raw, raw data and raw analysis of being a podcaster. Because you're not getting this shit anywhere else, I'll tell you that much.
0: Tell you that much, laddie. And don't worry, listener. It'll be fine, okay? We'll be back. Don't worry. Uh, Take care. Have a good crimbo and a happier new year and all that shite uh, <laughs> uh, i'm just tired now like, uh, likewise likewise uh, good night uh, and let's play uh, it on neil young unless you were to say something before that no that's again. it that's it that's it fading away
2: You pay for that. And once you're gone.